Hello everyone, welcome to another Ismonen podcast. And in this episode, I am talking alone. Maybe I will ramble a little bit because actually this talk is more or less me talking to myself or kind of reconsidering or reevaluating the thoughts that I had in conversations with other creators. And I do understand or I do realize that the title of this podcast episode being Time to Quit YouTube is a little bit clickbaity, but this topic has been brought to my attention by other creators or creators that are in this space, but I also have seen it on YouTube. Maybe you have seen this, this wave of really big YouTubers actually saying, hey, I'm going to quit this channel, maybe create another channel in the future or other creators saying, okay, I will take a longer break making videos. And that kind of sparked this yeah, thought process in my brain about this topic. And I just wanted to say, I will not quit YouTube. Again, this is basically just kind of, yeah, going over what I have been talking about with other cre creators and what I, yeah, thought is, yeah, bringing that to my attention. And as I, as I said in the beginning, I probably ramble a little bit because I will mainly talk a little bit with myself and to myself. And as I said, there have been a lot of YouTube creators quitting or taking a longer break, probably, or to some degree, also maybe because they burned out or they lost the creativity. Um, and the creators that talked to me directly were understandably a little bit frustrated by the process of making YouTube content. You see, the back space, uh, back enthusiast space is still a very small niche compared to, let's say, tech, for instance, or vlogging or filmmaking videos. So it is understandable that the growth of every channel in this space is very slow compared to other niches and also the let's say the return in terms of views and in terms of rising subscriber count is very low compared to the effort that we have to put into these videos um it's not only about making the videos but also having to test all of these items and evaluating the items, scripting, and then obviously filming and then editing and uploading that. That's a lot of work. And if you don't see a lot of engagement in the videos in terms of views or in terms of channel growth, that can be quite frustrating. And that is totally understandable. Furthermore, it's basically at the beginning, a lot of investments, not only in terms of the 
amount of time that you put in and the amount of work that you put in, but also in terms of money, right? You need to pay for the camera gear or the all of the equipment to film this. Obviously, you can film with your phone and stuff like that, but you have to pay that as well, right? You, you buy that and that is a, uh, a cost that you can't deny even though, yes, I, I understand that some people will argue, hey, you have the phone anyways, but yeah, nevertheless, you have to buy it. So it is a cost, from business perspective, it is a cost investment. Then you don't, especially in the beginning, you don't get all of the items for free or provided by some brands. You have to buy all of that stuff. Then you have to pay for subscription fees to include music like Epidemic Sound or Artlist or whatever. Um, yes, you can. Again, you can do all of that f relatively free. You can get some royalty-free music and stuff like that. But still, there is always some form of cost that you have to kind of calculate in when making videos. And therefore... You do want to get to a point where either the YouTube monetization kicks in. So for those of you who don't know, YouTube starts the monetization program at a specific point in your YouTube career. You have to have a specific number of subscribers, but also a specific number of views. So if you don't get those views and if you don't see the channel growth, because our niche is quite small, um, then it is takes a long time until you get actually some money from YouTube. And that is also very low because YouTube monetization is based on the ads that are auctioned off to brands that want to show these ads on specific videos. And because the niche is so small, the the money that you can actually get from these ads isn't that high so you kind of want to get to a point where you maybe have some ad reads in your videos and stuff like that but that takes a long time until you actually get to a point and then you might start thinking about and that was one of the conversations i had with this other creator then you get to a point dude i can get way more money if I do my regular job and I really question if I should continue to do YouTube because it doesn't bring anything to the table. It doesn't help paying the rent. Should I continue doing this? And honestly, that is totally understandable. Then you have some situations where you have to deal with a lot of negative comments. And I'm not talking about constructive criticism i'm really open to any form of criticism and negative feedback that is voiced in a um, polite manner and i'm always looking for what is can be improved in my videos or in my content but there are negative comments as well for instance in the beginning i had a lot of racist comments on my channel or comments about my appearance or comments about my German accent. Uh, and that actually just came from people that are <laughs> from Germany or predominantly that came from people from Germany who were saying like, hey, why do you with your 
German accent, do English videos, just do German videos. And yeah, stuff like that is can be very impactful on your on your enthusiasm to make videos because obviously you kind of get bombarded sometimes by hate comments. I'm I'm not a big fan of calling someone a hater because it, this word hater is kind of misused in terms of that people sometimes kind of group constructive feedback or criticism that is valid into the category of hate. And I don't see that as a good perspective on on those things because I think valid criticism and constructive feedback is important and you should look at that. And I kind of dislike when people brush those comments away and just saying those are haters. And I don't agree with that sentiment, but there are legitimate haters on the internet as I said, those racist comments or stuff like that. And that is very yeah, exhausting on your mental um, health or in, on, on, on your enthusiasm in making videos because you just don't want to deal with that. Um, but you kind of, I kind of got not used to it, but I kind of learned how to deal with that. But yeah, if you're in the beginning, I totally understand that that is taking the wind out of your sail so to say um yeah and those were the conversations that i had in the in the recent weeks with other creators and again i totally understand that um what i said or what i also told myself because i was similar in a similar um mindset not from the similar um how you say it from the similar origins but i was also thinking oh even especially after covid and after the pandemic i saw the numbers of my channel going way down and the monetize youtube monetization money was um lowered by 50 percent. so yeah it wasn't from a business standpoint it wasn't really I was questioning YouTube at some point um, because, yeah, as I said, the views were going down, the the money that came in was going down. And again, I invest a lot of time and a lot of money into these videos. And just if I, I made a video actually about that, about the costs that um, are involved in making my videos. And if you take a look at that at, and put the money that comes in from YouTube, it's not even, it's barely covering the cost. Fortunately, I have amazing Patreon supporters who also pitch in for me making um, this content, which is actually the reason why I also am able to do these podcasts, because obviously making these podcasts isn't free as well to i could do it to some degree make it for free um or not make it is this podcast is for free but i mean creating this podcast for free is possible but i wanted to provide you with good quality content as possible so i'm 
recording everything. I'm in Germany, so I have to record everything remotely. So I needed a service that helped me to record this remotely, which is Riverside. I pay for that. I think it's like 20 or 30 euros per month. Let me just double check. Um, Riverside, Riverside. Um, I pay. Sorry about that. That subscription where are the prices manage subscription billing yeah i pay 180 us dollars per year just for riverside so the recording software then i pay a fee to publish the podcast you can do it for free but there are some hoops you can need to jump through so i'm using this paid service podbean it's called that is also a monthly fee then i invested in a better microphone and stuff like that so you have the hopefully a great audio quality so there's an investment in there and i'm using the patreon support to kind of help cover those costs but again it's if all things considered it is basically a zero um in terms of all of the money that i put in and all of the money that i get from youtube and from patreon so i'm not earning any money so again from that perspective i can understand people saying why the hell am i doing this this will never be something that will pay my rent i rather do a regular job that pays me much more totally understandable um but my initial thought of creating content and youtube specifically was always i wanted to have something for myself i wanted to have a passion project that is outside of my regular job that is i love my job being a film editor is amazing i love working with with directors, with clients, agency, and stuff like that. It is amazing. However, that is a collaborative work. You always have to kind of deal with multiple persons in a team to make a client happy. So it's never about you. It's always about the team. And I wanted something where I have much more freedom to create what i want but also more importantly to make mistakes M having this youtube channel is a great place to make mistakes to try out stuff to try out new editing stuff to learn stuff for instance i feel so much more confident in talking in front of people after i created youtube Speaking to the camera, speaking in a podcast, doing live streams made me so much more comfortable because I was not thinking about saying the wrong thing or making mistakes or stumbling upon my words. And when you are in a client presentation, you really need to think about what you're saying next and how you communicate an idea or communicate a solution to an issue that the client might have had so that is what i'm saying about being more confident about making mistakes or 
hey, let's try this color grading and stuff like that. I'm not allowed to do that in a client. Well, I don't, I am allowed to do it, but I'm not having as much liberty as I potentially would have liked. So having a YouTube channel allowed me to just do my thing, just do the content that I like while being very comfortable about making mistakes and deliberately trying out stuff that I potentially have no clue about how to do it. So that has always been my goal in when creating a YouTube channel. The I making the making of bag videos, EDC videos, that was my interest. And that was a happy coincidence that I was able to kind of yeah, put those ideas, making content for myself, but also having the passion for bags and then providing you with reviews that hopefully are of value to you. Um, that was amazing. And I want to keep that, keep it that way. And when I started, it was never about the views. It was just, I want to do stuff. I want to make videos. Sorry, the doorbell uh, rang and I had to run quickly to the door. Um, so yeah, as I said, YouTube was always for me about creating my own videos and not about the views. And yeah, at some point, obviously, you can't help to look at the views. And if you want to make a career out of YouTube, then obviously you have to take a look at the views. And making money with YouTube is amazing. And I'm not criticizing or I'm not, yeah, if you can do it, it's great. And I see a lot of YouTube creators being able to actually pay rent with YouTube and going all in. And I, everything that I say in this podcast episode is based on a very fortunate position that I have a job that is paying my rent, paying my bills and being able to have the time and the energy to actually make YouTube videos on the side. If you want to go all in YouTube, then again, I totally understand that sometimes it is frustrating. And But what I am saying or what I said to the other creators is coming from a place of a person that already had two burnouts. I had two burnouts when I was employed um, and that's not great. And talking to or seeing those YouTube creators quitting, I assume, I don't know for a fact, but I assume that they are close to burnout or that they have a burnout and then felt, okay, let's do a break for with YouTube. And I do think that we are so fortunate making these YouTube content and making something that we enjoy. And hopefully we started YouTube or content creation because we enjoyed the process of making this content. Hopefully not only just to get famous or something. If, you, if that was the reason why you started YouTube, I do think you should re evaluate why you're doing this stuff but if you have started from a position of wanting to do something that you love i 
recommend to kind of look at that and don't forget that this is something you should enjoy and you should protect by not getting into a hamster wheel of doing a nine to seven job five days a week or probably seven days a week and then getting to a point where you might burn out and yeah for me personally especially since i started these podcasts i really enjoy this podcast maybe you have seen it in the way i created the last few videos i kind of just put a camera on um, pointed it to the back on the ground and then just started talking away i kind of started enjoying podcasting and just talking to other people or just talking about an item not sure if you kind of like that and it also involves a little bit more editing so i will switch it back and forth but going back to podcasting i kind of realized that i enjoy it so much and when i researched how to make a podcast there was the saying about the listen slash view counts on podcast where uh, that person i forgot who it said who said it he or she said that the view or the listen count of podcasts is much lower than on videos however consider this if 20 people or let's 20 or 30 people sit in a room and listen to you for one hour that is so much more valuable for the connection between those listeners and you than having thousand people watch one of your videos for maybe two minutes and then maybe never return because there is no con you can't build a connection that fast basically or as far as i understand so having those 20 people just listen to you for one hour is much more valuable because if they actually listen to you one hour then it the likeliness of them returning and listen to you again is much higher than those thousand people that just watched you for two minutes because they just wanted an answer um so that opened my eyes a little bit and i kind of apply that to to youtube as well and regards to oh my views are much lower now than they used to be but hey i still have maybe a thousand views on some videos like the 3d printer only 700 views but those imagine those 700 people sitting in the room and watching me building a 3d printer that alone is just mind-blowing to me um and that kind of what got me into not really caring or not that's not the word not really worrying about low view counts i just want to make videos i just want to make content i just want to make podcasts talk to amazing people and hopefully having you enjoy this kind of content and as far as i can tell you like listening to these podcasts and you like watching uh, my videos and especially to everyone who supports me on patreon or who sends me these kinds messages or 
always comment on my videos. You are all so amazing and I appreciate you so much. And I think it is more about the diehard fans slash supporters slash viewers slash listeners that are the most important. I don't I don't need to get to 100k subscribers to be quite honest. I I think being at that point probably has more issues than benefits. Obviously, if I I'd be at 100k, the potential for earning more money is more likely, but then also again the risk of this just turning into a job again. Um yeah, it's too high for me. I just want to enjoy making this kind of content and I hope you enjoy it as well. And yeah, thanks so much for listening to me ramble about YouTube and content creation and I hope it helped a little bit. And I do enjoy kind of coaching or helping. So if you are considering making a YouTube channel always feel free to contact me, send me a DM on Instagram and hit me up with questions. I always like to help and I do understand the struggles, but also if you already have a channel and you kind of struggle with, hey, should I continue and stuff like that, I would say just continue, but don't don't stress it too much. If instead of just quitting, maybe lower, keep doing it, but do what you want to do. And just do not stress about the numbers and the view counts. And try to enjoy the process. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. And maybe that's a good end. Enjoy. Make, do something that you love and enjoy the process. And hopefully it's content creation. I would love to see what you make. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And the next episode... I have lined up a lot of cool guests in the next few days and we'll have a lot of new podcasts soon. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to my main channel, second channel, Instagram, and obviously this podcast at You Know The Bow. Stay safe and healthy, everyone. And I see and I listen to you or I hear you very soon. Thank you very much. <laughs>